Stories of the Day. Hashtag SAFM Sunrise. Well, more reaction, of course, to the big ruling on Friday at the International Court of Justice. Mahlengi Motswiri Bengu is the national spokesperson of the African National Congress. Mahlengi, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning. Obviously, you welcome this ruling. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it's a landmark ruling, uh, and we do commend the International Court of Justice's uh, resolute judgment on this matter and also the swiftness with which it has been tackled. We note that it continues on the path that the ANC has always been on, um, uh, rooted in the Freedom Charter principle that says there shall be peace and friendship. And so this is a continuation of a time-tested struggle for justice worldwide. Um, Do you believe Israel is going to comply with the order? I mean, there are already indications from before the judgment from the prime minister that they won't. Uh, Are you concerned that for Palestinians in Gaza, this may be a little bit of an empty victory? Well, it certainly is a moral victory, uh, whether they comply or not. Um, It really is a a victory on a moral level for all of those in, in, uh, in the global world that have joined as part of the global solidarity movement that is growing in leaps and bounds by day after day. So this is obviously a huge moral booster. Um, it is upon Israel to make a decision that it, it does make. It's actually quite ironic that players in various parts of the world, particularly in the West, have this selective outrage about things. We have always been told that the respect for the international rule of law and multilateralism should be foremost, um, and that many countries, including in our continent, are defying that that particular injunction. It's interesting now that actually the, the, the tables have shifted. The narrative is changing now from, for example, about 100 um, congressmen and congresswomen who uh, you know, put out that communication about the fact that this decision is preposterous. We, we note all of that, and it says a lot about the ongoing need to reform international institutions. Are you concerned that there will be other repercussions, uh, perhaps from the United States, where uh, we know Israel still has strong support, although I think there are signs that that's changing. Um, But are you concerned that there could be even economic repercussions? I know that the Israeli airline El Al cancelled direct flights uh, to Johannesburg late last week. Uh, I think partly as a result of this, partly as a result of other issues. But are you concerned about repercussions? Well, I suppose there are two aspects in terms of responding to your question, Stephen. One is we ourselves as the ANC, together with all the progressives here in South Africa and elsewhere, are now calling for certain aspects of boycotts um, of Israel, given the fact that there's really a, a very nonchalant attitude towards the maiming of women and children in Gaza. So it was going to be upcoming anyway. Um, but I suppose that, of course, we still ut- utilize all available avenues, both in government as well as party to party engagements and building this, continuing to build this broad front globally of uh, solidarity. Secondly, with the United States of America, I mean, I know that the president uh, um, spoke to this point at the opening of the National Executive Committee that is currently underway. Uh, to the effect that um, he had received several representations um, from senior people in the U.S. saying that uh, just because we don't see eye to eye on this particular matter is not going to affect relationships between the United States and South Africa. So I just want to leave it at that in terms of the question. Okay. You you used the phrase selective outrage earlier. I understand the point that you're making. Um, There will be, and there are critics of the ANC. I'm sure, McClingy, you're you're aware that they're critics of the ANC. Yes, yes. Um, They will say that you have 
perhaps correctly, condemned what Israel is doing in Gaza. Where was the outrage over Russia's invasion of Ukraine? Well, my, my response to that on behalf of the NC would be, uh, you know, uh, it's an issue by issue matter. Um, and this idea that when we talk about the Palestinian solidarity struggle, which is a struggle that was led by Nelson Mandela, Yasser Arafat, and many, uh, a number of people, Fidel Castro, and several other people of that particular generation, our forebears, there was no Russia-Ukraine conflict. It was a standalone struggle because it's an apartheid Israel, and we know we come from that experience and that legacy. And also this idea that when you talk about Palestine, and then you, you get this uh, whataboutism is also something that has got to be tackled. I find it interesting also that, uh, you know, for example, the DA in the, in the Western Cape um, decides to erase Palestine. Um, images and visual imagery uh, related to Palestine, but has the audacity to use buildings of the state to put up colors of Ukraine. So I think when we have this conversation, we've got to have it holistically as well. So that may be true, but I mean, isn't the maiming an attack and attacks on civilians attacks on civilians to the civilian? It doesn't matter if they're Ukrainian or Palestinian. They're still being maimed or attacked or watching their children being killed would be the argument. Well, I suppose, uh, you know, as I say that uh, the comparison is unfair because, you know, President of uh, South Africa um, went there with other African leaders, condemned the maiming of any civilian from whichever quarter. So I don't think that we've actually spoken with, uh, you know, both sides of our, of our, of our mouth on, mm. on this particular issue as well, particularly around attacks on civilians. Okay. Um, obviously, as you say, the NEC meeting underway at the moment. Uh, you'll know that the last four weeks have seen, three weeks have seen huge conversations around your uh, former leader, former president, uh, Jacob Zuma, and uh, then party currently called him Kontowisizu. I know you dispute his use of that phrase. Is the ANC going to expel Zuma? Are we going to get an announcement on that today? You will get an announcement on that today. Um, what the substance of that announcement, I'm not in a position to say this because this morning there is a continuation of uh, the NEC meeting which adjourned late last night and uh, continuing and this matter is under discussion um, like other matters that are, are pertinent, including the ones that we're speaking about in the geopolitical environment. But yes, certainly we are attending to this matter and we are going to attend to it with the required decisiveness. And we've asked our members. We've asked our members since the 16th of December, when MK Party was was uh, formed, using the trademark of the ANC, Umkodoesis, and the emblem uh, there too. And we've asked our members to be patient and allow the internal processes um, of uh, you know internal democratic processes to unfold. And we're now at that point. And the deputy leader of the ANC, the deputy president, Paul Mashatile, again, another News 24 article uh, sort of talking about evidence they believe shows uh, sort of links to the use of properties uh, from, you know, controlled by companies that have benefited from government contracts. Is, is he appearing now before the Integrity Commission of the ANC? Well, let me, let me start with the News 24. Uh, those that are working with News 24 on this spirited campaign um, against our deputy president, we can't make an assumption that we know what they're talking about. And I'm now speaking in my capacity as the national spokesperson of the ANC. There are law enforcement agencies in this country. Anyone who has got evidence of wrongdoing know exactly what to do. So if it, they don't do so, it simply is just a political campaign um, occasioned by whoever is 
uh, targeting the deputy president. Until such a time that this evidence that you're referring to, Stephen, is taken to law enforcement agencies, really, really, we are, going, we are none the wiser. That is my response to it. In terms of whether he appears before the integrity commission that is upon him, um, the, 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 and it must be based on the evidence. I don't know whether he will appear on the basis of um, anything other than the evidence, but uh, I do understand that the deputy president is willing to subject himself to the integrity commission. This is now something that I'm, I'm yet to confirm and speak about it authoritatively. I'm, I'm happy to confirm once we've dispensed with the, the National Executive Committee and this annual Lekhotla we're going into at 3 p.m. Mahlangi Motsweri Bengu, thank you very much indeed. National spokesperson of the ANC with SFM leading the conversation.